0: welcome to the fantasy football profit podcast hosted by craig phillips and jeff tory visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com and now your hosts craig and jeff welcome everyone to the fantasy football profit podcast i'm craig phillips joined as always by jeff tory and it's time for our weekly mailbag show where we answer your questions trying to help you out for week three in the fantasy football. Um, if you haven't listened before, or you don't follow us on Instagram, that's the best place to go get these questions in instagram.com slash fantasy football profit. Every single week we make a post. You put your comments there. We'll talk about them on the show. Also email works as well. I know we got one or two um, through email today at fantasy football, profit at gmail.com. So either one of those ways we do this every, every Wednesday. So it's a, You know, if you have some questions, we answer them all. We don't. We try not to miss anybody's questions. Also, YouTube.com slash Fantasy Football Profit. We post all our episodes on YouTube as well. So that's a good place. Go on there, leave some comments, leave your questions right before the Mailbag Show. We'll get to it on there as well. So we're going to jump in. We got a couple start-sit questions. Actually, not as many this week. Um, I think this is where it starts to pick up with trades and other kind of questions. So only a few start-sit. So let's get them going here holden baker 43 he says is sterling Shepard's matchup good enough to put him in over brandon cooks this week all right let's look at these matchups we got sterling shepherd playing against atlanta that's not too shabby i would say that's atlanta hasn't been very good and then uh brandon cooks is playing against carolina so carolina's been good right i would say A surprise maybe they would really shut down the saints atlanta's not been good so i get where he's coming from normally head to head on this. I would go. I'd rather go Brandon cooks. Normally Sterling Shepard has been pretty solid though. Matchup might, does this, does this, well, go towards Sterling here. It,
1: here, This is the other piece. Um, uh, that is a good question, even, even on his face, but the, you know, the fact that Davis Mills is going to start instead of Tyrod is a yep. whole nother thing. We don't yep. really know what he's capable of. he, played the second half. So you kind of got to see him. He, I, you know, he did just mediocre. Well, I have to pull it up. He was a touchdown and an interception for sure. Uh, He went eight for 18 for 102 yards. Um, I don't know what that is going to happen. And especially on a rougher matchup, you think that he's probably not going to fare all that well. They probably won't be able to throw a ton, even though if they're going to throw it to anyone, it'll be cooks. But this would be the one situation where I would say, yeah, I'm fine with playing Sterling Shepard. He's not a huge touchdown threat, but I do believe that the targets are going to remain the same as, as they were. You know, he's going to be flirting with 10 targets. He's much more likely to hit 100 yards than Cooks next week in my, in my assumption. And I probably would stay with Cooks if it was still Tyrod. But because of Mills, I would go the other way.
0: I think I'm with you. Um, matchup helps Davis Mills becomes the the factor where I don't know what he is. I don't think he looked that great either. Tyrod was playing pretty well and Brandon cooks always like he, he can definitely get you a nothing game. Like that's possible. I've liked Brandon cooks. He's been solid, but that team, I didn't like that team before with Tyrod. It was okay. Tyrod and Brandon cooks were about the only thing I had going for it. Davis mills doesn't do that for me. It's close. I'm not going to like completely downgrade Brandon cooks, like way, way down this week. And Sterling Shepard's not like I'm completely on board with him yet, but I think I would lean Sterling. It's close, but I'd lean Sterling Shepard. In the early, early consensus ranks right now on Fantasy Pros, not all the ranks are in. Um, Sterling Shepard's 31st and Brandon Cooks is 33rd. So it is close. So definitely. So definitely go. Yeah, Sterling Shepard's been solid. Let's see if he gets three weeks of it. If he gets three straight weeks, feel even better.
1: Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah, I'll just say it, it's a tough one too. Because on it top is, of that, I like if it's a bad offense. My my prediction for that is the first half kind of goes to to plan, but you'll yeah. probably try to get everyone else involved, right? So they haven't really seen eye to eye with Galladay. You haven't really gotten Barkley going. So if you're playing a bad team, this would be a great time to try to dial up a few plays to get them going for the year. That is my other kind of worry when you're playing a really bad team. But even with saying all of that, I, I just Mills and against Carolina and and Cooks. I mean, who else do you have to take away? I don't know if I'm a defensive coordinator yeah. and I'm looking at that. I'm like, well, if you take away the only guy that's been catching the ball, that rookie has no idea what to do. We're going to kill him. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I still go Sterling Shepard. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know about I don't know if that's a huge upside, but uh, he has the edge.
0: Yeah. All right. Bready Spaghetti. Half point PPR, would you start Cordero Patterson over Michael Pittman or Tim Patrick? So let's say, I guess, if or one of them, I don't know if they're both in the lineup. So let's say they're both in the lineup, would you start, I don't know, would you start Patterson over either of them? i will say, I'm gonna start off with, I don't think I'm starting over Pittman. I liked what Pittman did last week. I was high on Pittman going into the year. Week one wasn't great, but I liked what I saw week two. I know Wentz, we, we don't know Wentz yet either, that could change things, mm-hmm. right? That that's That's part of it, but Patterson, I, there, I don't, I'm just, I, I like what I've seen. I like the potential on what he could get in the offense, but I'm not positive. It continues. I'm just not sure. It's a, it's still, he's not getting as many snaps as Mike Davis. So you're still in a lesser role. Pittman's the main receiver there for the Colts, no matter what. So I think over Patterson, I'm going to go Pittman over Patterson on that part of it.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you. And I, for me, it does have to – if once it's starting, I would stick with Pittman. But I do think it's close. But you're taking more of a risk with Patterson. It, you're seeing that his, his role in the offense keeps – I wouldn't say growing <laughs> because, you know, it's kind of the same both weeks. But you can see that on such a kind of devastated offense, he's finding a role not only in the run game but also in the passing game. And right now he looks like more of a playmaker than – you know I mean other than Ridley and and Pitts he kind of looks like more of a playmaker than Davis so why wouldn't he get more and more carries but you're, you're absolutely right when you're talking about Pittman and what he was able to do last week they peppered him with passes he came through if Wentz is the guy there if he's gonna start give it a go I'd probably lean towards him still
0: and then what, what about the second the second part with Tim Patrick you're going
1: no I would go I would go Cordell Patterson like you yeah. over Patrick he he, he's he's an interesting guy he finds a way to get it done he did it last year too it's not like he's coming out of nowhere i'm just not ready yet i i don't i don't really know Damn, I see. that everyone slotted in there i know you know with with jerry judy out I, I get it but Sutton is clearly the number one i think patrick is is uh maybe uh i don't know i, I like patterson better i guess what it comes down to
0: you like patterson more
1: yeah, yeah. than patrick yeah
0: yeah it's Oh, it's close. Um, Patrick, I'm just I don't think I don't know. The funny thing is, I, I pulled up the the consensus ranks. I was just kind of curious where they had mm-hmm. Patrick, where they had um Pittman, just to see what people were thinking and um where to go. So Pittman's 43rd and Patrick's 44th. In my mind, they're not that they're not as close to me. I'm not I'm not as close on those guys. I'm I have Pittman probably a little higher. Patrick maybe a little lower, but I don't know. Patterson, though. Yeah, he's interesting. He's an interesting guy. If he has another week where he's really involved, I'm going to be – he's definitely jumping up boards.
1: Yeah, all right. he's going to be a guy that's flying up there, and that's why we talked about him on the waivers. He's going to be a very highly sought-after individual. You're you're really figuring out what is it actually going to be, because we've also seen this before where he has flashes. He's never had such a wide-open lane to gain playing time, but every team that he's tried to be on, he doesn't really fit a wide receiver. He doesn't really fit a, a running back. Atlanta might be the first time where it doesn't really matter and he can just be an athlete out there, right? So yeah. that's kind of what you're
0: hoping for. All right, final starts it question from Dr. Gauthier pick two to pick two to flex. Two of these guys Julio Jones, DeAndre Swift, Debo Samuel, DJ Moore. So, matchups here we go matchups DJ Swift is playing against Baltimore. Julio is playing against the Colts. Debo is against the Packers and DJ Moore is at Houston. Two guys to go with out of these. That's actually kind of close. I would normally want to throw Swift in there right away, but I'm not sure how that Baltimore matchup is going to go for Detroit. I'm not sure how I feel about that. You know, know. because against green Bay, he was fine, but the numbers weren't there. Numbers really weren't there. Um, hmm. Sorry. <laughs> right. I'm going to gonna I'm gonna slot in DJ Moore against the Texans. I mean, you know what, screw it. I'm going to go DJ and Julio. I'm actually going DJ and Julio. I'm going to sit Swift this week against Baltimore. I don't feel good. I don't feel great about that. I know they could be doing some catch-up, and he could start catching a lot of balls at the end. But I think you've got some good receivers. I'm just going to go with them. I don't know. This it, You can go a lot of ways with this, but how are you, how are you thinking?
1: Uh, you really can go a lot of different ways. <laughs> that's, the, that's the really rough part about it. Um, I mean, I, <laughs> I feel like all of them are very similar at the moment. Um, I, I probably would not play DJ Moore. I, I give him a lot more credit than I, I realize that I'm usually down on him, but this just so happens that there's four guys that are really talented. DJ Moore was good last week. He really was. I don't think that touchdowns are going to be his main forte. He's probably really safe, especially against Houston. You're kind of like, oh, 80 yards is probably in the mm-hmm. cards for him. Who has a who has more of a chance to get a touchdown to have a bigger game? I I think Julio and Debo might actually. Yeah, um, uh, man, this one is really really tough.
0: You don't feel you don't feel really good about Swift in Baltimore either, do you?
1: I I don't, but.
0: I, but that's but he, the thing with them he, they he could can always the wild yeah guard. yeah it's just all he always can get those catches and, and really rack up the score right in catch-up mode but if you have other good options i don't necessarily want to go for it right now yeah, I, i'm going to be playing it but personally he's in my lineup but that's because i have to so yeah <laughs> i think
1: i i do think with this one i i really really like swift but i think right now i play i think the matchups do yeah i would go debo and julio Okay. That's what I would do right now. But yeah, it kind of kills me not to be able to throw Swift in right. there but. But yeah, I mean, you know, Baltimore is still Baltimore. And and Jamal Williams has been getting uh, you know, he's been getting half the carries, half the catches. And I just I don't know what that's going to look like quite yet. Detroit has been strangely okay in fantasy. Like I mean, you know, you look at Jared Goff and he's mm-hmm. he's surprisingly he's, he's the number
0: 5 quarterback in the league number right five now, yeah. It's crazy. So I, I
1: but what if it's a little bit closer? What if, they, you know, or it's finally they get a blowout and they, I don't know, and just Baltimore yeah. has some real, real nice talent uh, at linebacker and up front. So. Lions
0: are just going to be bad in and catch up mode all year. You know what? Yeah. Seeing too many Lions fans around here, being a Lions fan, obviously, we see, I see too many people upset about them losing games. Like, what do you guys expect? They're, they're going to lose everything. No, <laughs> like, I, I've actually been totally fine I'm a, with the way they happy. Yes, I'm okay with it. I, You know what? I'm impressed with their losses. They played more heart than I thought, you know? A yeah, good with one.
1: <laughs> Didn't give up. Week two, no. I mean, it was a they were close in game they were, until they the, were in the end game of the, the end. third. And then yeah. then finally Aaron Rodgers was like, if, oh, I remember if, how to play football. And then he if, killed if,
0: it. if you're a Lions fan and are expecting them to actually win games right now, what have you been paying attention to? Like, oh, Especially those a, first two matchups. Like, <laughs> you have not to know it's not going to go well. God, look at the way they started this year. 49ers, Packers, Baltimore. Oh, that's just – yeah. even you know, if they were you, good, you, they'd be owing to. Did you
1: really think we're going to have some air raid offense? Like Jared Goff is going to throw to – right?
0: Ooh, Quintus Hawkins. Cephas, Cephas. Yeah, That's I mean, all he it, Cephas, Cephas actually looked well pretty good the him. other night. He did. Yeah, Cephas yeah. actually had some good plays. But yeah,
1: Hawkinson's but, looking good. Swift and Jamal. Oh, Hawkinson. has been great. I mean, Hawkinson's. You know, maybe good. when some of the wide receivers get a little healthier, the young guys yeah. get a little more under their belt. You know, and our secondary is terrible. The fact that they stayed with the Packers as long as they did, I was pretty
0: impressed. But well, it's bad news. It's bad on the Packers. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I loved it. I saw a headline really quickly after that win because it looked like a blowout even though for three quarters right. it was pretty much close uh and they were like with that win over over the lions you know are the green bay packers back to being elite and i was just like,
0: I was like, like way too no. close against a terrible team for yeah, i was like what are we talking about <laughs> all right let's go let's go over some trades actually before we get over to the trade questions that came through jeff a trade just went down in our dynasty leagues so i want to get your thoughts on it mm-hmm. so how would you feel about this deal even you know in the value of it The Saginaw Stouts get David Montgomery and Corey Davis. They trade away to the Westchester Football Club. Latavius Murray, Nelson Aguilar, 2022 first and second round picks and a 2023 first round pick. Do you think that's enough? Do you think those picks are enough value for Corey Davis and David Montgomery? Mm. I don't know.
1: Probably not. I mean, I I feel like you – I get it. Murray and, and Aguilar, Corey, get you going. Corey nothing, Davis right? is Corey Davis is whatever. That I mean, he's
0: probably worth yeah, uh that's be fine.
1: But yeah. Montgomery is probably gonna be the guy for the next couple of years. Sometimes so though, like he's case from right now, though. I'm totally okay
0: with it. You good with that deal? That's a solid yeah, deal.
1: I'm, I'm okay with it. I think it's obviously better for the person getting the players, Montgomery and Corey Davis. Uh, you have to wait for it. That player, I also know that team is pretty good, so you're not gonna get like a I know, top I'm disappointed five pick. that
0: this deal just went through. I'm very I'm not yeah. happy. Well,
1: I was wondering because I, I know I had a deal yeah. and then it just got like revoked and he was oh, looking yeah. for Goddard and something else for blah blah blah. So I didn't give it too much thought.
0: He just said looking at you, Jeff, in the chat. So
1: <laughs> <All>
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: he's a uh, yeah, he's trying to he's trying to get, get things going. He was um he's got to though. He's uh he's trying to build that team back up. There's some right. really good, really good teams in the in that dynasty league.
0: Yeah i think we have some of them we're, we're in good shape but all right here we go juan barbosa would you trade travis kelsey for tyreek hill and tyler higby his current receivers are you get to start two his current receivers dj moore dj chark robbie anderson jarvis langley elijah moore
1: oh woof
0: so that's bad so travis kelsey's Pretty ridiculously good right so it ends up almost yes. becoming if you look at kelsey and tyreek as being like equals right in this deal mm-hmm. is higby it almost you almost got to look at it where you because you got to put higby in your lineup then right so is higby an upgrade to you over dj Chark?
1: no uh, so you know, it's tough I, I, would, I would not do this as stated I, I do wonder if there's i mean you could the thing is, I think I would rather have Tyreek right now because you know he's going to Did have you? those ridiculous games. I would, especially with with the wide receivers he has. He doesn't have anyone that I think can – you know, you put DJ Moore in there, but DJ Chark has not been able to do it yet. No, right. it's Anderson, pretty you know, Jarvis Landry is going to be out for the next three weeks. Um, Elijah Moore has – you know, he's on uh, the Jets team right now. Well, you don't know what that's going to be. You have no one and you don't have any depth. So if something – God forbid something happened. Kelsey is a huge, a huge, huge benefit to have. Um, but I do think right now the, I would rather keep Tyreek and I would rather play the guessing game on tight end and eventually just try to get a, a top because well, he Because
0: he would trade Kelsey for Tyreek. He has, he has Kelsey. So.
1: Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 saying. Oh, oh, so, I was, oh, I see yeah, yeah, what you're yeah. saying. I was thinking of so the other way, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: So he would get rid of, he would trade Kelsey, Kelsey away. Oh, okay. I read it
1: wrong. But yes, I would, I would, I do, would that? do that. I would take Tyreek with the wide receivers he has right now. And so then Higby would be, I would be trying to get rid of Higby and grab someone else. But I think there's different trades you could do in order to figure that out or just keep grabbing people
0: off the waiver wire.
1: I, I think Tyreek I, is the better fit for that team.
0: I think I'm I i think I'm on board with you. The only other thing, if I if I could see more of it, maybe, I maybe I would be interested what's on the waiver wire if I could piece something together. Uh, but you might be able to piece together a tight end better um, yeah. than wide well, receiver possibly. But
1: yeah, yeah. Here, here's, here's one. Instead of that, if you wanted to keep Kelsey, is there any wide receivers that might be, and I don't know how deep that league goes.
0: No, Are yeah, it's hard to any say of the
1: wide receivers right now. Like obviously the a third for Minnesota or, I mean, is there anyone that you feel good enough that, Hey, give this a shot bef- like for one
0: more week before
1: you trade something like that. I don't know if there everyone's, is. Cause my one's going to want Kelsey. That's that trade. Is, yeah. That trade market is not going away.
0: Um, I don't think there is right now on at least on the waivers. Like the only guy who might be there is Rondell Moore, but I like Rondell Moore a lot. I've been a fan, but I'm not sure if he's there. Uh, you know, there need we need to see a lot more, a yeah. con- lot more of that.
1: Here's the before. other one: Would for Kelsey? Do you think that would you rather have a more solid? I don't know if there is another solid tight end. This is where the problem comes in with how bad yeah. the tight end situation is. It's where like you unless- almost. No, I mean, there's really a top four, right? Uh, I would say there's a, there's really a, a top three. <laughs> then there's Gronk at like on his own island because he's touchdown dependent well, right now and he'll go up and down. Well, here you go. I don't even know if there's, there's everyone I, else,
0: but it's kind of like at this point, it's become Kelsey Waller. I don't even think Kittle's there. Kittle's been bad for two weeks. No, he's been, it's Hawkinson. On yeah, Hawkinson.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hawkinson right? so, well, and then, then Gronk. Here's the other one. And Dino, Kittle's probably five. Dino, Kittle and Andrews. And like it, if, Okay, everyone probably has like a number one. Would you go to the other teams first and say, you know what, I would, instead of having Higby, I would rather try to get Kittle and say they have Justin
0: Jefferson or- You know, that's or, where I'd be, I'd look for something more like that, right? I, that's right. honestly like upside, how I'd like go. Like, yeah. So go somewhere yeah. else and try to, try to see shoot if you could Kelsey for someone else. See what you could do. Because, I mean, Kelsey, Tyreek, I don't know if you're gaining enough. I think it's pretty close. I don't think you're gaining enough.
1: For that. what, um, if oh, uh, and uh, Kittle would be an interesting one. Obviously, I don't think you'll be able to get like a Waller or Hawkinson. I mean, if you probably not, a, but if you want to give it a shot, great. Go I for guess it. it's
0: possible with Hawkinson, yet yeah, if they're still not believers, maybe well, that's also, where you
1: could go. You, you can, you would take a lesser wide receiver as well, right? So Tyreek, slightly lesser,
0: but I'd still want top 10.
1: You know, no, like you said, say, like a what, Justin what Jefferson, what would you consider? A top ten at the moment because numbers are all all over the place, right? Like, I mean, so, we have Mike Williams in the top ten right now. Yeah, so what I mean, mean so my, top
0: t- my top ten kind of guys, I guess, would be obviously Tyreek. Like, but I mean, you know, like Adams and Diggs, we know that Adams and Diggs and Hopkins and Ridley and um, DK Jefferson. Kup? I mean, at this point, would Cup be the top is, ten Cups, pro- probably close to it, but I would still, I'd still want a lot more with him.
1: What would you do I mean? if you could if you could get like a Waller Amari Cooper, even though you know that Cooper is going to be up and down this year, probably?
0: Waller is, you know, I'd probably do that. Okay. Even though so Waller you, had a last class. Guys. Yeah, if, if I, I would. A Waller Cooper is actually not bad for me because Waller is, a, is I don't think, a, much of a step down from Kelsey on most weeks. So I would probably do that. Yeah. I'd so, probably do that. I guess if, if I get if is, I get Waller,
1: yeah. yeah. The advice is if you really love Tyreek, I don't have a huge issue with it. No, but, but I think just, I would just shop, throw out shop. I throw out four different four different trades and just say, you know, w- like one at a time. Like, would you yep. do this? No. All right, next one, next one, next one. Mm-hmm. Because you only have like, Kelsey is a huge property. Like he is an unbelievable player. He has a ton of value. So if you're gonna do it, try to get the most you can out of it. Like right now, Higby, yep. that 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 kind of bothers me. I would almost rather get Tyreek and another player I could possibly use and then just stream tight ends, like mm-hmm. get something else that's more valuable than Higby or maybe, I don't know. What do you think
0: about Higby? Maybe I'm too hard on him. I'm not, I'm not done with Higby. I think, Um. I, I think Higby is interesting this year yet yeah, with, with Stafford. I uh I don't know. We'll get into that. We have a, actually, you know what? Right now let's talk about this. Give me a second. He hasn't before done anything yet though. Well, here we go. Um, Where's the question? I got to find it. So I can pop a rope. Should I try to move on from Higby or hold? So let's talk about Higby right now. So pop a okay. get your question in. Should he move on, move on from Higby or hold? So I wouldn't move on from Higby. Um, I'm actually, I think Higby has some good potential this year. I don't obviously tight end's not great. It hasn't been great, but I think that passing offense for the Rams is really, it's looking good. And I think Tyler Higby is going to be a benefit of that. Cooper Cups gonna, is doing it right now. Obviously. I don't know if that can sustain completely, Higby's going to be involved. This is going to be, especially now Henderson's hurt. I mean, are they going to, how much are they going to rely on the ground game? I'm, I'm, if you have Higby, I honestly would not be getting rid of him. I would not release Higby. You're not going to find probably better on the waiver wire unless Gronk's there. That's about it to me. Keep Higby, keep going with him. And I, so I'm, I'm good with Higby. That's why with the Tyreek thing, I'd be okay with it, but I, I still think you could probably shop around and get a better deal. Right. But Higby, I'm, I'm actually okay with Higby. I'm, I expect him to be okay this season.
1: Uh, nope. I guess to that point, you're you're probably right. You you look at the wasteland of what tight end is, and at least he does have upside and you know he's gonna play. Yep. So I'm and not, a good gonna, passing I'm not gonna argue with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And and yep. heaven knows we like we like uh Stafford and we think he's mm-hmm. only starting to show what he can fully do. He hasn't even got Woods completely in, involved yet. So yeah, yep. I would agree with that. I'm not over the moon on him, but he's definitely not gonna be you could do worse. Yep.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. Brett Blackston, he says, I have Calvin Ridley in a half-point PPR league, and I'm worried about the Falcons' offense. Gaskin is my running back number two, and I need a new running back. Would you trade Ridley for a running back? Brett, come on, man. You listen to the show. Why would you pick Gaskin? Come on. Come on, buddy. No, I'm just kidding. No, Gaskin, it was fine. I was fine. I'm not going to harsh. I'm not going to go too much on that. Would you trade Ridley for a running back? Let's talk about his team here um his receivers currently ridley cd lamb dj moore michael Pittman, Chennault, well brandon iuk those are his wide receivers his running back like you said gaskins is number two saquon is his number one Oof. and then he has kenny gainwell is about his number three so would you trade ridley for a running back i would
1: yeah uh, the, the i'm gonna take a good, is, yeah, waiting, a good one yeah waiting for the right one which uh, once again this is the hard part it yep so uh, who are, who are you going to be able to get? Do not undersell yourself. Don't just take the only no. one you can get because I would rather have. I mean, at the end of the day, you want the most points, right? So if you're yeah. only going to be able to get a, I don't even know. I don't even know who to pick. Okay, I'm going to
0: start with some guys. Um, let's see. Would you? I mean, uh, there's some guys I'll say that you probably would say, yeah, I would do it. Well, I'd trade him for Joe Mixon.
1: Yeah, I think that would be. Yeah. Yeah, I would do that one. Uh, I think I think he, I,
0: t- I think I would take Mixon too.
1: Yeah, with work work load alone. Yeah,
0: uh, it's gonna be I honestly, I'm kind of worried about Falcons offense too. So I I'd do, probably but they take Mixon.
1: even though they they suck, they're gonna get him the ball.
0: Yeah, Jonathan Taylor.
1: Yeah, I think Jonathan – Yeah, right. definitely Jonathan Taylor. Okay,
0: so those kind of you'd go like a Taylor Mixon for sure, right? Austin Eckler. I'd take Austin. Echler. I would
1: do I would do Eckler for sure too.
0: All right, we'll go down a little bit then. Uh, Antonio Gibson.
1: Yeah, I would do Gibson too. <laughs> okay. I, I would too. I See, like it goes naming, down. Yeah. I, I feel like those are top 10 guys going into the year. So I'm not yeah. off of them in like two weeks. That, yeah, so that, that, that but but this is going
0: to put you, if I'm talking like those kind of guys, that ends up putting you down like 13 running backs deep at least. That's kind of where that level is.
1: Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're probably telling, you are telling the truth. But at the same time, you're also, you know, like people like Cordero Patterson, Daryl Henderson, uh, uh, yep. who else? Um you know, Melvin Gordon, Tyson Williams, all the, Tony Pollard, all those guys are technically like in that top 13 as well. So yeah, I'm just you're, go- not, you're not trading for those guys.
0: No, I'm like uh, the guys, if I say my top 13, it would be like, obviously you're not going to get these first couple of guys I mentioned, but you got McCaffrey, you got Henry, you got cook, you got Kamara, you got Jones, you got Chubb, right? You got Eckler. You can still say Zeke. Zeke. We'll talk about, Zeke, you can talk about Zeke another time. Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon. Najee Harris, but with the volume, Saquon's there. And then you go thirteens. Antonio Gibson, if you name all those guys. Antonio Gibson, 13. Okay, would you trade him for Saquon with what Saquon's done so far? Or no, he has Saquon. Never mind. Yeah, He's Saquon. not trade for him.
1: I mean, it's a good but, question, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I would. To be honest, I think I would. But so if you go those kind of guys, those are the guys who I would say to me are like the a thir- top 13-ish type players. Um, 14, let's say we go 14, 15. You start to get down to like David Montgomery. You get to Miles mm-hmm. Sanders, DeAndre Swift. Those level, I don't think I trade Ridley for those level right now. No, I, I don't think I would do that either. I think I stop at like my 13, my arbitrary 13, where I came up with a 13 players right there. I think that's yeah. where I stop. And I, I would do it though at that point. And I would see what you can get. Unless, I mean, yeah, that's that's what I'd go for. So definitely looked at definitely looked at dealing. All right, Diecraft asked. Here we go. Would you trade? This is the trade question. He would trade away Tyreek Hill, Joe Mixon, Dallas Goddard to get Darren Waller, Saquon Barkley, Daryl Henderson, Tyreek Mixon Goddard for Waller, Saquon Henderson. No, no, you can't do it right now. No, it's, of Saquon. It's, it, well, it's because of Saquon, too. If he's, he's not Saquon, if he's the and old Henderson, Saquon, yeah. Sure. Henderson is nothing. Now. Yeah, you don't want Henderson. Yeah, not Waller's, nothing, Waller's
1: but, great, right? I'd I'm, I'm, yeah. be super psyched to get him. But well, other than that, I mean, you're giving up Tyreek, which is just yeah, money yeah, in the bank. Mixing who's going to get all much. the volume. Yeah, I like I like, the, I like who you have right now a lot better.
0: Yep, can't do it. All right, Nicholas Wild. Should I trade Tyson Williams for Miles Sanders? Yep, I yep. do that all day, 100%. Yeah.
1: Latavius Murray, I, I think it's going to be... A round robin of, of running backs, but I, I think Latavius Murray will be the kind of the touchdown vulture at the moment. And I would yep. rather have the other way.
0: 100%. Corey Benny, trade question here Daryl Henderson and Jared Cook for Joe Mixon. He says, I have Mixon. So you trade away Joe Mixon. I have Mixon, CMC, Montgomery at running back. No, don't do that. Don't trade Mixon for Henderson and Cook. No,
1: no, I, I wouldn't do that either. No,
0: no. And then he says, who do you guys like going forward? Rondale Moore or Christian Kirk? Oh, that's so well, close. I like them both. I like them both too. I would probably lean. I would probably lean more because I don't know what his upside is yet. But maybe Kirk, this is this is the weird thing. I say I don't know what his upside is, right? He could be anything. Kirk, I feel like we kind of know what he is, but maybe we don't. Maybe this is the breakout year, right? It's possible. Yeah, he had it's two so, touchdowns
1: week one, It's right? so
0: close. It's so close. I'd probably lean more because I think I'm, there's more potential there, but I'm not counting on Christian Kirk at all. But I'm going to slightly lean Rondell more. It's not not overwhelming, but it's slight.
1: No, I do too. I I think he has a slightly different skill set. I think with Christian Kirk, even though I think as long as Murray keeps playing the way he does, it's only two weeks into it, so we'll find out. But if he does that, there's going to be all those guys that will be valuable. Um, I do think Christian Kirk, he's... Plays the same type of role that Hopkins. Obviously, he's not going to be as good as mm-hmm. him. He's going to have to compete with AJ Green a little more. I feel like Rondell Moore has a different skill set slightly. He can definitely play the the normal, but he can also go across the middle a little more. You can throw him on sweeps. I, I like his versatility, especially on that offense. So I would take the upside and go more.
0: All right. Here's an here's an interesting question. I don't know where you're going to go. This is a dynasty question. Okay. Half point PPR. John Fries, he would trade away. Antonio Gibson, David Montgomery, and Elijah Moore. He would get Saquon Barkley, Henry Ruggs, and a t- 2023 first round pick.
1: Saquon Ruggs, for... Saquon
0: Ruggs, in a and he though so he would get Saquon yeah, Ruggs Saquon in a 2023 Ruggs first, a first round pick for Antonio Gibson, David Montgomery, and Elijah Moore. i i um this is this makes it interesting because rugs has really kind of like come on here a little bit these last couple weeks i don't know what you're you're thinking here
1: that is a very difficult question to answer Uh, if it man if it
0: (sighs) yeah that first rounder might throw a wrench into this right
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what you can possibly get for it. I do like Elijah Moore, like in a dynasty. I think he's very interesting. Saquon is the most talented player. If A lot of he, this if he ends up being
0: healthy, right? Well, this becomes, I feel like this trade um, changes on <laughs> what your opinion of Antonio Gibson is. There's a lot of people out there that love Antonio Gibson and think he has a big, big future. If you're one of those people that thinks that, you're going to keep the Antonio Gibson side all day, right? If you're not one of those people who is completely sold on Antonio Gibson, I feel like you take the other side. And this could be a way where you take advantage and get Saquon, because people are like, oh, Saquon, is he done? He's coming back from ACL. Most people don't come back year one from ACL and look great, right? It takes a year. And Saquon was just ridiculous talent, right? I mean oh yeah he's one i mean antonio gibson's good but he's not that
1: no no saquon is definitely the best player in the trade and and i would I would love him in a dynasty i'm i'm a very big skeptic as far you know as what we're you know, when, when we talking about this year yeah but dynasty, i can't even
0: I, I would still definitely why are take we him. why are we yeah why are we even Sa- well, here's, Saquon's here's 24 question. years old he's 20 yeah he's okay, super he's, young well i don't that, think he's going to become todd Gurley, right well, like, I was going to say, like, <laughs>
1: name an old running back, though. Like, they do go out of vogue very, very quickly. The other the flip side, though, you are getting two running backs for one, right? So, well, and, and it's running not back just... Is much harder to come by in Dynasty. So Montgomery, it's... who's going to get the bulk of it, even if he's yeah. not nearly as good. Antonio Gibson, who they're not going to go out and get another running back. They, they, they'll build around what they have. They, they need mm-hmm. a quarterback. You know, they, they could add a lot of different pieces. I think he's going to be the primary back for the next couple of years. And he can catch the ball, too. So, you know, he has those kind of guys do have a little more longevity. If Saquon is Saquon, though.
0: Yeah, go get I want Saquon. I'm, gonna, I'm going to take that risk that Saquon becomes himself at some point. It, it
1: kind of, it comes into the, like, can you win with the team you have right now? If you have Antonio Gibson and Montgomery and you're putting up points, it would be very difficult to say, I'm going to throw that away. <laughs> if, true, if you're true. not going to win this year anyway, I would go Saquon.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with yeah, you.
1: I do think it's a very fair trade. Yep. I, I, I would have to believe, like, Saquon is a generational talent. I mean, I know a lot of people throw that term around, but watch what he was able to do. And a lot of, you know, and people will talk about all different ways, but that knee injury, uh, a lot of players have come out because everyone asks that. Like, mm-hmm. after, they, after they, you know, bust their knee up, you know, what do, what do you feel like the next year? And everyone says they're not right until two years well,
0: after. Honestly, the only player who's ever done anything coming back is Adrian Peterson. That dude was a freak. Like that's well, the I, I feel only like ones ever. I feel like knees are okay. Like
1: I, I do feel like I'm trying to think of who else before I say this.
0: <laughs> I you was mean, like, not, who else
1: had torn up their knee and then came well, back and played really, really well? He, well, no, 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 I don't. A bunch of No people. one's I come cook.
0: What Yeah, cook, but not. Cook, cook, but he, he wasn't good. He wasn't. It wasn't right away. Year one, he was. He well, definitely he, wasn't I, the same. Did he yeah. do it his rookie year though? So let's see here. So yeah, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll, you're I'll,
1: right. So that what what I mean it goes to. Okay. I, I see what you're saying, uh, man, I'm all over the place tonight, but so what you're saying is you can absolutely bounce back, but it will take a year. I think so. I think okay, so. I thought you said that they yeah, usually no. do not create after they blow their knee out.
0: No, they, they, it just takes them. It takes them just a bit, right? It takes them a little bit. And Adrian Peterson's the only one who's come back and just been amazing. I don't think anybody else has come back yeah. and just been amazing year one. Other than he's AJ just Peterson.
1: he's a super freak.
0: I mean, and I don't I mean, even know if Saquon's that. I think it might be the offense is why Saquon's not back. It might be oh, more of that. It's so. definitely
1: part of that as well. Do you? Yeah. I mean, do you? That I guess that's a whole nother thing. Do you think that the Giants? Do you believe in the organization that they're going to get better mm. around him?
0: I think they need to get rid of Gettleman. Like, a dude can't. He's not a GM. He cannot. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. He doesn't have to resign with them, right? He could go somewhere else. We'll see. Yeah.
1: So I guess when I he, would. It, I still want Saquon. He's yeah, only 24. I would go, I would go Saquon. You know,
0: yep. All right, here we go. One last trade question from Brother Coffee Bean. He said, the trade is he would be sending Clyde Edwards a to get Ben Roethlisberger and Chase Edmonds. Do I accept the trade or not? Um, and should I look elsewhere? So don't accept that trade.
1: Hold on. What was the trade? Uh, Edwards a for Roethlisberger
0: and Edmonds. Yeah. For Roethlisberger and Edmonds, he already okay. has he already has like Sam Darnold and Daniel Jones at quarterback. So I see why he's maybe thinking Roethlisberger could be an upgrade at quarterback. No, I think Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is um he has a little more running ability than if people give him credit for, and that alone is boosting him up a bit. He's a top ten QB after two weeks, which is crazy. So I get wanting to trade Clyde Edwards-Helaire. So I'm going to say don't do this deal. But I 100% understand trying to trade Clyde Edwards-Helaire while he still has some value. He has not done much in these first two weeks. And it just doesn't seem like it's happening with him. Right. It didn't really come together last year. It doesn't seem like it's happening this year. I think I would try to go trade him. His other running backs already are still Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift. He doesn't need Clyde Edwards Alaire. I would try to go get Clyde in his quarterbacks are Darnold and Jones. I would try to see if you could actually go upgrade quarterback with Clyde Edwards to If someone needs a running back, if you have a team, because, you know, some of these, like in our league, I mean, like we have people that have multiple quarterbacks. Like we have somebody who has um, Kyler Murray and Dak, right? That person who has Dak, you know, they might trade Dak and another player to get Clyde or Alaire and think it's an upgrade for him because they're just trading away backups, right? I would try to go get a maybe a quarterback, especially if you have Darnold and Jones. If Ed, I don't, I don't, honestly, I'm, I'm out on Edward's Alaire, and I drafted him first in dynasty last year. Don't tell, let's not talk about it.
1: Well that's okay. I, I got JK Dobbins and I was gloating about it all offseason.
0: No, <laughs> I'm be honest though, I'm out on Edwards Lair, I just don't know if it's gonna happen. I try yeah. to trade him. But yeah, I might I would, try to upgrade him. I'm, I'm totally
1: re- fine with trying to trade him.
0: I would no try, no try to go upgrade a quarterback, but I try to upgrade a quarterback while getting another other player with it. So
1: who is who's a who's a buy low running back right now that you think you could trade a lair for and, and make that deal work?
0: Let's see here. Who am I thinking? Maybe, you know what, may, I would honestly, I would try to go get Javante Williams. I am a Javante Williams fan going forward. I think he's going to be better than Edward O'Leary. It's not happening yet, but I'm not saying straight up. I'm saying you get Javante Williams and you get another player, that kind of thing. I really truly believe in Javante Williams and I would go get him and a player. <laughs> I don't know who who that other yeah. one is, but I would definitely go do something like that. That's to me, one of those, or even do people, It depends on your league and what these people think about. And if they're just have these preconceived notions of who players are, right. Maybe people haven't come around on Damian Harris is pretty good. Do you go get trade Edward DeLair and get Damian Harris? I'd rather have Damian Harris. I really would. Yeah. I I like that. And you might even Um, get a player for him. I don't know. It just depends. Some leagues are smarter than others, right? It doesn't always work, but some of these deals I see in other leagues, I'm like, my God, I wish our league would let me get deals like that through. So it doesn't happen. But yeah, I, I'm all bored trading away Edward Tiller, hundred percent.
1: No, no, and this is a uh, this is completely off track from f- fantasy. Probably <laughs> in my I don't know why, but like trying to figure out what the Cowboys were were doing and how they're going to handle Zeke moving forward, Pollard getting a mm-hmm. uh, you know oh, fair, thirteen, yeah. 13 yeah. carries. I, I had this like kind of conspiracy theory in my head where I'm like, oh, they, you know, you they could see in their mind where Pollard and another running back could be as beneficial as having Zeke. And I was like, what if they went out and to offload that contract to make sure you don't have to worry about a running back aging on your team and and finally using Pollard more? What if they were like, hey, Chiefs, I don't know if the money can work. So, you know, <laughs> no one get too upset at me. But I that was just a fun thing to think about. What if they right. gave him to like, the rams in in order to kind of bolster like for some draft picks and maybe another defensive player they need or maybe they give him to kansas city and say offloading that huge contract you give us you know a Lair and we will we're just fine with pollard and Lair splitting carries <laughs> or whatever and and trying to bolster yeah. that team which they need and just like pull out behind deck do you think that there's any any chance that i don't think i don't know they how the them- different team
0: well, it depends. Uh, yeah, it, it probably has to it probably it's probably after this year and it gets cut or something, you know, at this point. They can't be happy with that money. But
1: I mean, he's so a great yes. player, but it, it just goes to like, man, you you need well, to upgrade up some positions. Well, and Zeke has taken a lot of money and he's wonderful. Like, I would love to have him on my team. But how many years do you get out of running backs right. now, even well, if he's one of the most talented players on your team?
0: Next question is from Dr. Gauthier. Do you think Zeke is officially done being a set-and-forget fantasy option?
1: Uh-huh. He looks
0: so slow compared to Pollard, and it seems like it's only a matter of time before Pollard takes the lead-back duties, trying to decide if I should trade him away before that happens. Just like the Cowboys might be trying to decide, right? <laughs> it, it's, he, I would
1: say this. I do. I do think that the days of set-and-forget are over. I still think he's in your lineup. I have no issue mm-hmm. if you want to try to sell because he's still a huge name. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able to get something from him. And and running back is very, very shallow. So yeah. yes, I'm totally fine with, with trading him. So, I think he is a prime guy to trade at the moment.
0: So I I think he I think you're I think he's right too with saying the days of set and forget are probably over because you are going to look at matchups sometimes with Zeke now. And you before you didn't think you didn't care about matchups with Zeke, right? You just threw him in yeah. the lineup every week. Yeah. You didn't think about it. Matchups become a thing now. And Pollard's not going away. This seems like a split backfield. I would say in the way fantasy or way NFL works these days, split backfields are everywhere. That's not an issue. He's going to still, he still has more value than a lot. I'm still going to play him most of the time, right? But the Zeke being just the guy who's going to get all the work, I think that is over. And Pollard, I think, did look better than Zeke last week. Pollard looked pretty good. It's just, it's a split backfield where it's, it is, it's tougher, but yeah, Zeke. I would try to. I honestly would be 100 percent on board with trying to trade him away while he still has Ezekiel Elliott name value.
1: Mm-hmm. Here, and, here's my yeah. other here's my other question for you, and yeah, hopefully I'm not stepping on any other questions <laughs> at the moment. I should read these before. <laughs> but, um, the other guy that is not. That is struggling at the moment. And the mm-hmm. team looks very disjointed, which you're once again, like Zeke, you're going to be putting mm-hmm. him in your lineup because you have to, and you want to find out if you, if he blows mm-hmm. up, you want to have it. Alvin Kamara with him. Do you feel more or less strongly about Kamara compared to Zeke? And would you, which one would you rather have? Cause I do think that that could be a situation. If you don't believe in Zeke as much, he might be one that you could actually try to swap for or, or another one that if you if you need multiple pieces to be to actually you know be in the running for playoffs, I'm not against trading either one of those guys right now. But you have to be able to get obviously what you need right. by trading them.
0: I um I'd want Kamara way over Zeke 100 percent all day. Um I'm a little worried. I think we talked about but about Jameis. I'm just I liked. I mean, I was a Jameis believer. Week one showed me actually you know what? may be more of a skeptic it was funny how it worked that's that five touchdowns I felt like people were getting blinded and they did like the offense isn't as good will the, my thing is when like Michael Thomas comes back and will this offense get better maybe I just hope this hasn't been figured out and it's just bad for Camara. I still think I want Camara, but that game was that was ugly that was not good well here's and the interesting. your
1: The next couple of games you're uh, for the Saints. So Kamara, what he's going to be up against, you're at New England. Then you get New York Giants at home and then you're at Washington. So depending on how you look at that, especially next week, this could be a situation where if he has another bad game, you could be, okay, now is the time to try to pounce if you still believe in him. Mm -hmm. Right. Or if you think that next week is going to come and he's not going to do well and you're, you're unsure of him already maybe now is the time to sell and, and still get a good value out of him. I, it, it's hard to sell this guy this early in the year, but he's such a huge name. If you don't believe in him, I, I, I still think you can get a
0: lot mm. a, a lot out of him. Well, I guess maybe I'm too harsh on Zeke compared to Kamara, because Zeke, you know, the, the interesting thing about the Cowboys this past week, when you think all of a sudden they might be like a shootout team and just throw the ball around, they ran the ball a lot against the Chargers they might not just be a team that's going to go out here and just throw, 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 throw. I mean, both Zeke and Pollard are double-digit carries. So Zeke, even though it's a split, he's going to get a lot of carries. What did Kamara have? Like five carries, eight carries, whatever. It was single digits, right? And it was yeah, single-digit yeah. yards. So that is, a, so maybe I'm a little more hard, a harsh on Zeke than I should be compared to Kamara. I just, I guess I, I believe that talent will shine and the guy can still catch balls and be really good. So I still want Kamara. But, yeah, it's, I mean, if you see another bad week like that, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start freaking out a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we are. I guess we are being hard on him. Zeke did have 16 attempts for 71 yards. Right. Yeah, that's
0: nothing wrong. He actually was no. okay. Like, we're,
1: we're only freaking out because, first of all, Pollard played. Yeah, Pollard played. He had 13 carries and he looked really good doing it. He looked better. He catches a few more balls than, than Zeke yeah. has so far. Not a lot, but a little bit. Yeah, probably being a little Definitely. too harsh on Zeke. Yeah, still, but at the yeah. same time, that was also when the for whatever reason the passing offense was not doing that well mm-hmm. and i would say the majority of the games you're going to be throwing 45 times well, with
0: Dak. yeah so maybe, maybe, the, well maybe maybe this might be
1: an ordinary yeah. game
0: i'm still gonna say zeke's probably in my top 10 this week he still probably is i'm probably being too harsh on him i still want Camaro though over him but okay. simple as that all right it's callen says can i trust jonathan taylor um, tr- I mean, you, can you trust any of these guys other than McCaffrey really at this point? I don't know, but, um, yeah, I, I'm not too worried about Taylor. I'm, I'm just not, I think he's talented enough and I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in a do not trust mode right now with him. So,
1: yeah, I, I think that the, his best days are in front of him. Um, yeah. you know, and he's, he's been able to still get you a few points. I, I liked his game against Seattle. He, he caught the ball as well, which was huge. And look, he got 15 carries, and he just couldn't get it done against the Rams. But you have Donald. You have a lot of things going on. And once again, that that mm-hmm. offensive line is not healthy. Wentz went down with an injury. I think that as the year goes on, Jonathan Taylor will look better and better.
0: Yep. And then uh, in Rod, in Rod, we trust. Who's better rest of season in PPR? Derrick Henry or Aaron Jones? So now Aaron Jones had a pretty good night last night. Um, Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry had an awesome week. Even though it's PPR, Derrick Henry for me.
1: Yeah, I would take Derrick Henry as well. And the game against Seattle is exactly why. I mean, no one else is ever going to get 35 touches.
0: No, no. <laughs> and and no one
1: can do what he did, even, he, even if it is PPR. He is a guy that can win you a title. Yeah, Aaron he Jones is a very, very good player, but well, he's not Derrick Henry.
0: He doesn't slow down. The guy just he wears defenses down by the end of the game. He wears them down. And he doesn't get any slower. He's just what he is. He's, he's he's amazing. So, all right, final question. We're gonna end this off with brother Coffee Bean for his second question of the show. I think it doesn't say this is Dynasty, but I'm hoping this is Dynasty. Uh, he says with Gio Bernard in the Bucks backfield, what would that mean for Keyshawn Vaughn in his fantasy relevance? So that's what I'm hoping this is a Dynasty question. <laughs> um, if I should keep Vaughn on my team or drop him or trade him? If I trade him, should I look? What you know? Should I look for sleeper young backs? Your young players poised to break out. So if it's not dynasty, yes, 100% drop him. Don't even think about him again. Don't try to trade him. No one wants him, right? If it's dynasty, obviously deeper dynasty teams, everyone has value, right? Everybody has some value. I would definitely try to trade Keyshawn Vaughn. I do not think he's a thing. I don't think he's going to be a thing. I would, honestly, my, my suggestion would be to trade him for any rookie running back out there, no matter how deep it is in any rookie receiver that's on an NFL team. I would take any of
1: it. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get – I could be wrong on this one. He's such a – I mean, that is going deep. That like I'm saying, like I, like, I would go, like – I would take I would, any – yeah, I would take any, any young any wide rookie. receiver. Yes, because, yeah, like I don't think you're going to get a running back that could potentially well, do anything for him. Honestly, at the,
0: the only name that's in my mind at running back is, like, Jarrett Patterson from Washington. If someone, for some reason, wanted Vaughn, I'd rather have Patterson because he's a rookie. And we don't know. We just don't know, right? Bond um, to me is not going to do anything. I would literally probably take any rookie that's on a roster, any rookie running back or any rookie receiver that anybody would give you. I would probably take. Yeah, I. I, agree. I don't. I'm. That's where I'm at. If it's dynasty, yeah, that's 100. percent It's not dynasty. Just trade it. Just cut them. Cut them right now. Don't think. Don't think twice. Just cut. So, all right, there we go. There's the mailbag for going into week three. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode for you guys. Talk to you then.